on tonight's show. We have entrepreneur and business owner of Stripper Kids, Heya. And now for your host, Cool Paul. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode one. 61 of the Cool Car Show. I am your host, Cool Car. Thank y'all for tuning in. You know where to find me. I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Happy New Year, if I have not told you. I don't know if I told you that last episode, but Happy New Year. Uh, I hope you're bringing in a new year the right way and the real way of not doing resolutions and just being more of what you already were. You know what I'm saying? And just focusing, getting a little laser focus on life. Um, but yo, thank y'all for tuning in. If this is your first time, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do want you to subscribe so you can come on here and get this knowledge, get this, get the gems, get the value that my guests bring on here. I'm so grateful for all the guests that bless me on this show. They don't have to be on here, but they do. They give me their time, they give me their energy, and they give me good conversations. And I do it for you guys. Like I always tell you, I do this for you. Can't do it with out you. This is for you guys, all right? Just bringing some knowledge, doing my part in the ecosystem for you guys, giving you some free information. This is like a a, a free intro uh, knowledge-based platform, if you want to call it. You know what I mean? I don't ask for nothing in return. Just your viewership. That's it. But listen, tonight, tonight I have an entrepreneur. I have a businesswoman. She goes by the name of Paya. She owns a business. Brick and mortar is called Stripper Fits. And I know you probably wonder, Stripper Fits? Well, yeah. Exactly what it sounds like. Stripper fits. We are going to talk about the exotic dancer industry and fashion. And and honestly, I always thought like lingerie. I thought dancers just bought lingerie. I didn't really know that it was a whole big industry of exotic dancer fashion and wear. So we're going to dive into this and see how she got into the business and just get her perspective on business and how she even launched her store. Because, I mean, a lot of people have boutiques. A lot of people still selling on Instagram. And that's cool. Everybody starts somewhere. But she actually has a brick-and-mortar store. All right? So you can learn some things. So please stay tuned. Let's bring on in. Let's pay her, y'all. Let's get it. Welcome, welcome to the show, Miss Paya. How you doing tonight? All right, KK. What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, ain't nothing. Just kicking it with you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, listen, thank you so much. Like I was saying in the intro, man, I really appreciate you just giving me your time and your energy and coming on for a good conversation because you didn't have to be here, but you are here. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here kicking it with your boy, Cool. All right. So thank you for that. And I like to start my show, every show, with a prayer. Um, so I just have to ask you, are you okay with that? Yep. Okay. I, I got to ask because everybody's faith is not the same. But we're going to get it right now. All right. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time, for this moment in time. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Paya just lending her, lending us her time. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and her conversation and her, and her knowledge. And just shot, allowing us to shine a, a spotlight on her and her business. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for life. We thank you for love. We just thank you for allowing us to make it through another year. 
We just thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the gifts that you bring us, for all the love and the light that you shine down on us, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. We pray and ask for a great show and once again, a great conversation, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just have your presence and your energy available at all times, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. All right, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Finally got you on the show. So I, I just, yes. and, and, and I really want to learn about this industry you're in because it's a, it's a niche market and I, I'm honest, I'm going to be honest to you. Like I, I didn't really know that there was a market for it. I just thought dancers wore lingerie, you know, I thought they would, you know, and I, and I know they have like Fredges of Hollywood and all that type of stuff, you know, the little kinky mm -hmm. lingerie stuff. So I just thought they shopped there. And, you know, do what they do. But you actually have a brick and mortar business where you specialize in this fashion industry. How, I mean, how long have yeah, you been doing this? Um, I've been making exotic dance wear since the 90s. The, but, the 90s? Uh -huh. really? Yeah. Um, sewing by hand and all that kind of stuff. The late 90s. And then uh, when wow. I moved down here to Atlanta, I've been doing it since 2014 um, out the house. And then 2019 is when I got the brick and mortar. So, wow. Okay. Okay. It's, it's a part of the clothing industry. It's as old as the clothing industry. Did not know that. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. I don't frequent the strip club. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not at, you know. I mean, I've been, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you know, whatever, time to time, but I just never really knew. And if I thought about it, maybe, but I just never really thought about it. I just thought they wore lingerie, you know, because I mean, when we're in there. I mean, we, to be honest with you, we're not looking at what they wearing, you know. <laughs> right, right. Um, sometimes because, you know, exotic wear came from strip teasing okay. and then they made a sport out of it, okay. competition. Um, oh, so like the whole brunette thing and all that, right? That and regular competitions like North against the South, East against the West, where the girls would dance on the floor uh -huh. and flip and split. And so okay. it started to become active wear, like okay. full contact wear, not just wearing robes and um, the stocking outfits that they're currently doing. You wow. Know, it okay. Sports. so it was more like swimwear athletic wear okay okay yeah never knew yeah. that that is that is very interesting and i you know what i do remember i do recall like when i first moved to atlanta i do recall you know you know when i was in the streets a little bit i do recall uh okay. seeing like some flyers or something about a competition down in miami so like the strippers from out here would go down there and like have a yep. dance off and all that type of stuff. So yeah, okay, all right. So it's, it's yep. coming back to me a little bit, but I didn't you know. know. Go ahead. And and you do perform like the era, you know, in the early two thousands, girls mm -hmm. was wearing capes, top hats. They were dressing up like the showgirls in Vegas. Oh wow! They had a contest called Miss Black News. Okay. back home in and you won like five thousand dollars and stuff like that and they judge you from your costume your performance just a, a whole beauty pageant mm, okay now here's yeah. a, here's a question now i don't you weren't here during freak Nate, right were you down here you weren't down here right no. or did you come back and forth or anything like that or had you ever experienced it 
Yeah, I came back and forth. <laughs> I, I experienced it one year. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna them, them dark eyes are telling on you, girl. So we gonna <laughs> <laughs> them dark eyes telling on you a little bit. But what I wanna know is, were you familiar with like that scene then? Like, was it like real big back then, where they would have the competitions, and would it, would that kind of be like an event for that whole week? Would there be events during the week? Yeah. Is what I'm asking. Atlanta always been the mecca Atlanta has always been the mecca as long as i've known um as long as i've been an adult traveling back and forth here it's okay. always had the dancers and the clubs and stuff like that it's just now recently then stepped this game up yeah i mean yeah this is this somebody is, uh, else strip club haven right here like this is yeah, mm -hmm. people. I mean, people. But I'm think, saying girls do more now. They do a lot more now. Back home, where I'm from, we would perform on the floor and the mm -hmm. stage, and the Atlanta girls down here, they would just stand and you know look cute. Okay, got you. Now let's let's take it back a little bit because you say you're from DC, and, yep. and 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 before you know before the camera started rolling and all that, you were telling me. DC, you actually went to an acting school. You actually did the whole LA thing. Like, give us a little backstory on you. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's more to pay it than just stripper fits and fashion. So let's let's dig a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when I went to school, I actually went to school for fashion merchandising, okay. and um, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, went to FIT in New York. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and audition for them, did my sketches and my patterns and stuff for them. They told me I wasn't ready. Okay. And so then um, later on, when I came back home, I was um, doing the National Conservatory of Dramatic Arts. And that was acting and stuff like that. Actually, um, what's her name with the lips? She went there too when they had told her she couldn't act. And then she went out of California. Snap, is it Megan? Megan Megan good? good? Is it Megan good? It's one of them. Yeah, she went to the same school I went to. So And they and told then her I went she out. Connect? Uh-huh. And then she blew up. Wow. It's it's basically effective. But yeah, I, yeah. I was there for good years. Then yep. I went out to California. Okay. So you went out to California okay. chasing the dream of acting? Did you that's what you went out yeah. there? Mm-hmm. I, I done did some shows. I done did some videos. I done did some PSAs. I done did all that. Okay. Yeah, all that. Mm -hmm. and, and what happened? Did that run its course for you? or? Um, Out West is beautiful. Didn't like the food and I didn't like the fake people. I'm I'm from a city where if I mess with you, I mess with you. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to smile on your face just to get something from you. No, I'd yeah. rather do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I used to live out there too, doing doing the entertainment thing. So I get it, I get it. Mm -hmm. LA, LA already, is like this, huh? I said you already know. Yeah, LA is like this. So I love the environment, like you know the coast, the the hills. Just the the energy is good, right? A lot of a lot of people suck. I ain't gonna say everybody, but a lot of people suck. You have to keep a, a close knit circle out there and and enjoy what la has to offer with them you know what i'm saying get some just good mm -hmm. grounded down to earth folks and go kick it really and and you can really enjoy yourself out there because i did I, I didn't surround myself with much i mean I, I was amongst them of course you know what i mean being in the entertainment industry but 
you just got to get your crew, you know, get a little small click. And I mean, go have fun. I think fun. I like it better. You like what better? Vegas. I had my crew in Vegas. My my real crew was in Vegas. I would drive back and forth to Cali once I left Cali. I left Cali because I ran out of money. Cali was just too expensive. Cali is way. So you lived in Vegas? Yeah. I lived in Vegas too. Yeah. Uh-huh. West Wigwam, right off the strip. I lived on yeah. um, Flamingo and Arville, right over there by Rio. I was great say you don't live by them. <laughs> but yeah, that was a better experience for me. My work wouldn't stop. And then my crew we was feeding each other, you know, but eventually I got homesick. Oh, uh, you went back, back to DC? To the... Mm-hmm. I went back to DC for a while. I don't know. I didn't lived everywhere. And then I came down to Georgia. Yeah, me too. I done bounced around New York, Cali, Texas, they all over the place, man. Been been just globe trotting. So what brought you down here and what okay, let me ask you this. So you said you've been sewing since the nineties, right? You've been you've been sewing since the nineties. You're doing your thing with the with the stripper clothing, the, the exotic dancer clothing. And then what? Did you stop? Start you went out there to Cali, did your acting thing, all that, you went back to DC, then you come down here. What brought you down here and what made you jump back into that? Well, when I first came down here, I had a spa. Okay. A spa because I was doing hair. And then um, after calculating how many clubs it was, I said, well, this might be good for, you know, because when I did it before, it was a hobby. It wasn't anything that I took seriously. It was something right. I did when I felt like it, you know, okay. or when I needed to. But um, once I did some calculations and I was like, well, let me give it a try. And then I went like door to door showing what I could do to every major strip club in the city to see okay. if I could get people buying from me. Yeah. And then um, it started rocking and it started rocking so much that I moved from my living room to my basement, then from my basement out the house. I couldn't have everybody coming to the house. <laughs> yeah, you can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Can't 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 mm -hmm. give up the home front. No, hell no. Yeah. Right. But no. it's some pros and cons to it though. It's some pros and cons to it. Talk about when it. Talk about house, it. When you in your house sewing, you don't have that overhead. Um but you aren't able to gain as much income either. However, you have to commit to the store when you having a storefront. Yeah. You just can't stuff when you feel like doing it. And then you have to depend on a team. So it's not just you making decisions or you doing something. You got to have other people come in because you just can't do everything by yourself when you have a brick and mortar. Right. And then it's some laws and some certificates and licenses you got to get to have right. your own brick and mortar. So now from when you moved from the house to the store, was that hard for you to kind of relinquish some of those duties to other people, like the trust factor? Because I know a lot of times it's it's hard to kind of relinquish the duties to people when that's, that's your baby and it was just you doing it. You know what I mean? Man, it is a growing pain. I fired so many people because they didn't do it like that. <laughs> Because it is personal, you know, they say business is business. No, it is personal. It's your reputation. It's how you eat. And then the longevity of something, you know, the quality yeah. of something you see somebody treating, which you, you know, they wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Exactly. So, 
somebody treats something you worked hard for like it's nothing, you know, you do get personal, but you have to learn how to address it and, you know, overcome it because you do need that person, right. you know, and I had to learn that people were working with me and not for me. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. So I had to mature in that because I was a stubborn little. <laughs> you wasn't in there being a little tyrant, were you? <laughs> I mean, so what? I'm going to be honest. No, when I, I first it. got my store, I, I wanted it. everything to be perfect, you yeah. know, and in the real world, nothing's perfect. Yeah. Nothing's and you perfect. have a certain way of doing it because you've been doing it and you know the business inside and out and you're trying to groom them and make them do it how you would do it. But it don't work that way when you got employees. You know, you can have a standard and a culture and a mission statement, but at the end of the day, you still got to let them be an individual selling your product or doing whatever they're doing for you. You know what I'm saying? Can't have robots because mm-hmm. then then right. I would be happy. Right. Know? Yeah. Right. What What are some of no. some of, What are some of the challenges in that that industry? What's like the competition or what's some of the uphill battles that you had to fight with that? It's- if I could go back, I would rename it something okay. more commercial, something more acceptable, because as far as lending and procurement, as far as capital and stuff like that, sometimes it's a red flag because it's a part, even though I'm selling clothes, it's a part of the adult entertainment industry and they frown on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, was gonna, I, I don't was know. Ask but... you. That, that's funny. That's funny that you say that because I was thinking like, do you and when i asked you that question like what are some of the uphill battles i was going to ask you do people do you feel like people judge your person when you tell them the name of your store or what you're selling or who you're catering to but you you're 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 clearly saying that they judge you on a business standpoint but do they judge you as a person as well do you feel that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and um uh 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 t with that is everybody has a condescending outlook on it yeah i'm thankful because it paid off my student loans from college you know and sometimes the world is unrealistic about what was happening you can't you can't sell something if nobody's buying it absolutely um the overall entertainment industry i don't know a man yet on this planet that haven't had a bachelor party or went to a birthday party or went to yep. this or went to that or, and had some type of entertainment. Right. You know, it's just when it's taken out of context, then it becomes a problem. But you're talking about, yeah, I am affiliated with a type of lingerie, but I'm also affiliated with a type of activewear. I'm right there in the middle. Yeah. So to try to explain it and then i make 90 percent of my clothes oh wow so i had people sewing for me you know industrial sewing machines i graduated from the home machine you know okay so when 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 you're on that level of growing and you're overstanding yeah i made that you know what i'm saying so i actually sold that that's not even a prototype now <laughs> okay. that's something that i i source to okay. add to the boutique okay. and and i'm kind of forced to add the boutique so that i could get a little more respect to the name okay. so people can kind of open their mind about what i actually do what i actually sell and then that is okay it's, it's nothing 
bad or nothing you'll be punished for. Yeah. It's, you know? it's, it's crazy because if it's a serviceable industry, what's wrong with servicing it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I, I mean, for me personally, exotic dancers go to work just like anybody else does. And, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, the majority of the people judging will go there and utilize them services. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Men and women. Men and women. But but talking to them, you would think that, oh my God, that's disgusting. Or this and that. You know what I mean? Like, But the mm-hmm. same people will go to a bachelor party and they'll indulge. They'll go to, mm-hmm. a, you know what I'm saying? They'll go out with their friends and go out there and just say, oh, you know, it's just the environment. It's nightlife. We're drinking and this and that. But you're there. And right. you can't tell me you ain't have a couple of drinks and smack an ass or two. Or, you know what I mean? Get you a lap dance. And, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. <laughs> exactly. I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's Yeah, crazy. I know. <laughs> I definitely know what you're saying. You yeah, know, crazy, people man. are coming you know, they in the hypocrite box. But yeah. if you see them out in public, oh, no, let nobody know. But what goes on behind door, hush, hush. And then I'm like, well, if this is just about clothes, you know, I was like, come buy your girl some clothes. Exactly. And then I got people coming in that's taking pole classes. It's like the industry, I feel like is overexploited now from what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's kind of the thing. Everybody want to look and act like one, but don't want to be called one. It, it's, 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 it's been commercialized within our culture, it, pretty much. It's, it's a commercial mm-hmm. thing now. You know what I mean? It, it's okay to walk around and look like that, but it's not okay when someone's actually doing it and they, they frowning and, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's standard for yeah. sure within, the, within that realm. Like, it's crazy, man. I'm still blown and away. He- by the fact that you sold ninety percent of your product, because I've seen your storefront and I saw the inventory, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, when you got industrial machines that stitch five thousand stitches a minute. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually, I keep a, a repertoire of four hundred items a week. Okay, that's crazy for that side. Mm-hmm. For the dance wear side. Okay. Mm-hmm. But talk. you know, the um, thing that I want to say is because the rap game has blew up, so they go hand and foot. Yeah. They go hand and foot. Yeah. The rap and game so, has definitely helped out that industry tremendously. Yeah. And vice versa. Vice, I was going to say <laughs> vice versa because they go there to break their vice records. Versa. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah. that's the first thing they do. Come yep. on in the strip clubs. That's how um Future got on. Yep. Playing his song Magic City. Yep. And the girls get on stage and you know it ain't it ain't nothing to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But a lot of the times I get that feedback. So I would definitely think of something more commercial. And I've been battling with changing it and stuff like that. But once you done had something so long. I'm like, well, maybe I need to educate people more on it instead of trying to change me to fit because I don't fit nowhere. Right. I'd rather educate people on what I do, you know what I'm saying, and how I do it because I can make anything. I can sew anything. Once okay. you know how to sew, yeah. you can pretty much sew anything. You know? Let me ask you this. So, yeah. Let me ask you this. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you're talking about you wish you would have named it something differently, right? Is it mm-hmm. that hard to not get a DBA? Can you just do a doing business ass and change the name? 
Can you not do that? Well, well, the DBA structure still isn't LLC really isn't legitimate. Just being a limited liability company and then you DBA, you're going to have to get some responsibility about it anyway. So you will have to change the name. You know, doing business as just isn't as responsible as like right now my company is under a corporation now. Okay. Instead of just by itself. Right. And that has helped because the paperwork is in the corporation name. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the corporation DBA in that strip of business. Right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it may, it may, it, you, you have to come up with these tactics because, um, it took me, my first location was on Campbellton road. Um, when I first opened now and I'm over here on Riverdale road, it okay. took me two years to find another location that would accept me based on just the paperwork. They seen the name and they was like, no, we family orientated and it took me two years. That is years. crazy. I have 125 applications and inquiries combined. That's crazy. All on and it's just right here in this metropolitan area. Just right here. I All didn't even go far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that's yep. just sad. That's sad. That's so sad. It is. But it's the truth. It's the truth. But, and you know it gets discouraging you know and i have changed my name twice and then i changed it back you know so i've tried it, to use two different names and okay. did it hurt your business it. when you changed the name but um people wasn't responding to it okay you know i mean at and, the end of um, the day sometimes you just gotta call it what it is right right because and that's what i did so people could be clear <laughs> Let's right. be clear. And I'm pretty uh, sure they see that from the street side and be like, oh, yeah, I, I need that. And they come in there. Yeah. 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 You know, I have all kinds of women coming to me, you know, that want to yep. do something for their husband, yep. their boyfriend, their girlfriend. They want to have a girl's night out, bachelorette party. Everybody yeah. want to I was going to say that, man. I, I, that The name alone, I'm pretty sure, makes people curious who've never really mm -hmm. dove into that roar in that world. And they want to go in there and see. And then they're going to mm -hmm. give them a couple of pieces for their man. And they're going to try it out. You know what I'm saying? And then they might get intrigued to go do some pole dancing classes. So they can't. It goes hand in hand. Right, right. They came up there one time. It's like, what time do y'all open? I'm like, we're open now, sweet. And she thought it was a strip club. I was like, no. I said, <laughs> strip club. Ain't no strip club. But oh. it does. It, it's. I'm thankful. I'm grateful, but it gets exhausting sometimes. It gets exhausting. I mean, you hey, listen. I I hate the word small business, but you're a small business owner, and, you know, and you're doing it from the ground up. You grinding it out. Yeah, it's gonna get exhausted. It's gonna because it's all on you, you know, with the help right. of a few people. But it's all on you. But don't you know? Just keep pushing. It, it'll it'll work out for you. It's working out. So you just gotta stick. You know, stick it through. Let me ask you: Do, do are there trade shows? like the magic convention yep. for, for that, yep. for those clubs. How does that work? Yep. Can you go there and, and, and sell wholesale to vendors and get contracts and stuff like that? 
to grow? Um, it is exactly like the magic. You set up your booth and they have is the sex um, trade shows where the Hugh Hefner and mm, the Playboy okay. bunnies and all those people come in with their type of products and stuff like that. Okay. And you pay for your thing and advertise and market and, you know, sell um, pre-orders. Okay. Is that the same weekend? Is that the same weekend in Vegas when like they have that big porn convention out there and all that type of stuff? Because I know it mixes yeah. mingles with the yeah, strippers. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, I haven't. I video. I was a part of a video one. Um, one of my friends here went, and then she allowed me to watch while she walked through and talked to people. Um, but I kind of got it just because I used to model for Magic too. Okay. Used to do hair, nails, yeah, you've been doing shoes, everything. and all that. Stuff. It's the same layout. Yup. It's the okay. same layout, just different products. Um, oh. they have you know toys and novelties at the convention, though. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And what what's yeah, I don't I don't I don't sell that. I don't sell that. I'm I'm just women's just, apparel. Just the clothes. You ain't playing the play things. Ain't, ain't and I'm working on the shoes. I'm working on the shoes. The girls oh, you need work- shoes. Man. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh man, they yeah. definitely gonna come up in there for them shoes. Huh? You know that. Yup. Gotta hit them hard. Gotta get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Will the money reside? Will the money reside? Gotta get them. Yeah. You know, but that's a part of learning your business because the business will push you to do what you need to do for the business. Any business. And this is my seventh business, you know. Okay. Um, and everything leads you to the next level. Right. You know. How how so, has marketing been for you? Do you do you um, utilize the dancers to market your clothing? And and it, would that be like kind of like with a marketing campaign, or would it just be word of mouth, Instagram type of thing? If you do use them. So, as far as marketing, when the girls buy outfits from me, I say tag me or put me in your story, and then I repost you on my page. Mm-hmm. But everything else is the same way, um, just regular marketing, except for is how I wear stuff. I can't say stripper clothes. I can't say stripper right. too much. I have to say um, sexy, exotic, yeah. dance, wear, and stuff like that. And it's Facebook, um, all the social media, my website, word of mouth, flyers, everything. Um, working on a commercial and okay. stuff like that. So you know, all around the board, every angle. And um, hopefully in the near future, I'll be having a book that people can read and follow and give them that detailed information. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. learning on your own, that trial and error can wear you out. <laughs> I but mean, I- seven businesses in, girl. You, I'm pretty sure you, you got the, you know, you pretty much got the hang of it by now, huh? Well, this is my seventh business, but this is the first time I'm in this industry. Okay. Before I was real estate and cargo vanning and doing okay. stuff like that and spas and salons. So this is more challenge. This has been more challenging than any other business that I've operated and owned. Okay. Just because the nature of the beast, you know, yeah. just because of the beast. How were you able you know, to? Um, how were you able to? How able? How were you able to find your sources? You know, I know you said you source clothes. Don't you ain't got to give your plug or nothing like that. But just for people watching who may want to even just do clothing, period, 
and just are trying to source and, and are having a hard time finding quality, finding people who are dependable. You know what I mean? How, how were you able to do that? Was that a difficult task for you? I had a mentor that when I um, first thought sewing seriously, he took me to New York and I learned about the fashion district and the okay. fabric. Yeah. Um, you got to know your fabric because it's not the same as textiles. Everything has to stretch, you okay. know, because you have natural body types, you have build a body body types, and then you have no body body types. Mm. So you have to have one garment that's able to stretch and fit all those body types. Mm, and okay. um, then I sourced them through, um, you know, Alibaba, AliExpress, you know, okay. different Chinese vendors and stuff like that. But most of the time I would see something first and then I would buy it. Okay. So they could get a hold of some samples or something. And right. they can start at their local stores like Joann's and all of those places that sell fabric retail and get some insight on it. And then okay. go from there because everybody get their stuff from the same place. Okay. Now, do you do you ever see yourself like scaling your business into like a luxury lingerie brand or anything like that? Because I know you do you do have like regular lingerie and clubwear. Is that correct? I do, I okay. do, um, and it is a lingerie line that I'm thinking about um, being my muse. Um, they have the next level in lingerie, um, very very high quality. But I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see because they're in Canada, so I need to see if the market down here is susceptible to that. You know, if a woman would pay three hundred dollars for some garters, you know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. People know it's the pieces that go around the thighs. Okay. Girl, you <laughs> that need they that. use when they throw them at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, you you might have to get you a little boutique and buckhead for that for that price. You know, for that demographic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not to mm -hmm. say that you know some of us wouldn't buy it, but you know, you got to go to your demographic of what you're trying to get. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, man. But it's something I, I'm considering, but, um, like the, the prices of the outfits range anywhere from $30 to $150. Okay. Depending on what it is. You're talking about the lingerie that you're talking about? Or are you talking about what I'm you have now? Talking about my, my inventory now, the okay. the dance. Okay. Well, I mean oh yeah, I mean I I didn't think about that too. You know, dance is getting to the money now, so <laughs> they get yeah, to the money. I, I, I think I think they think they get to the money. You don't think some get to the money? You don't think some of them get to the money? Well, the way that things are structured now in in today's time, let me just be clear. I'm an OG. Okay. I'm a retired you. OG. I got I'm retired in 09. Okay. So, you know, our, our average nights wasn't what they, they have to dance in a pile and split what they get. Okay. You know, and right now you have the boxers and the rappers coming in, you know, back then we had a different set of guys coming in. Okay. I got you. 
I got so you. It, it, it wasn't nothing to do it on a everyday basis instead of a once in a month or once a blue moon like the girls down on KLD. Okay, y'all got 20000 on the floor for one night this month. Okay. Y'all were doing that okay. all the time. <laughs> a day. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. What money? IRS listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Straight home to the safe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. I get it. Oh man, that is crazy. So, all right. So, let, all right. Tell me how much you want to divulge, but I'm gonna go there. So, tell me a little bit about since you're OG. Tell me a little bit about how it even works in the clubs and. As far as, how can I put this? So for you, you say you're OG, you're out of that, right? But you still mm -hmm. service that industry. So mm -hmm. just for you, when you were back then working, what was like the life expectancy of a dancer in, in a club? And, and what I'm saying is the ones who want, the lifers, there's some people, cause I've been to clubs and there was women in there 50 years old, right? No judgment, but. There's girls that have a, an agenda, you know, they're going in there, they, they trying to put themselves through school or they trying to start a business or whatever they're trying to do. They're just trying to take care of their kids or whatever. But what's kind of like the life expectancy of a dancer who comes in there with a plan to exit? So, so in reality, because I was one of those, I danced after college. Okay. So when you, it's another word, it's the only job in the world you can have where you can party and make your money. Basically you're in a party environment for eight to 10 hours, right? You know, depending on you. Um, so usually people are playing two to five. Okay. Once the money start coming in, that time roll past quick. You get used to certain caveats. I done been to 27 countries and I ain't in the military. So once, uh, <laughs> for real, once that money start rolling in, you start changing your plans because the thing is, when you have the finances to be free and do what you want to do, invest how you want to invest, yeah. you start looking at, okay, well, wait a minute, let me um do this, right? And then you do it. Then you like, okay, well, wait a minute, let me do that. Then you do that. Then you like, oh, this is getting easy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you in, in my, in my run, I, I never, most of my bills was paid at the, the first of the month off. They were all paid off at the first of the month for months at a time. Dang. People ain't doing that. You know, God, they, they were making more than a, a senior doctor or a senior lawyer or, and we wound up in the rooms with some of them. So yeah. I already know. It, That's it, what I'm saying. I already it know. Was, it was fun going to the games and the shows and because everybody likes lovely ladies around. Exactly. Polite, respectful, lovely ladies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it, it was definitely an experience. And it's, it's, it's not that, like it. Nothing like it. So I got two questions. Were, were you down here or were you in D.C.? 
Um, you don't have I was all that. over the United States. Okay. I was going to say, you don't have to answer that. Texas, you don't want I was in Miami. I was in Detroit. I was in Philly, New York. I was where the money reside. That's where I was going. Girl, you were like a traveling nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nursing the pocket. I had that bag ready. That's <laughs> the only thing I was carrying on the plane. That's the only thing. Yes. Oh, man. You were nursing them pockets, Atlanta girl. Second home. Atlanta was, <laughs> has always been my second home. Okay. I used to love Georgia back in the day. I'm so mad at it now. It's back in the day, Georgia was beautiful. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely beautiful. different now. Now, I was going to ask you, too, um, as far as, because I know, like you said, some of them get the money and it and it goes and they don't invest or they don't start a business. They just don't know what to do with it. For you, like mm -hmm. your mindset, you went to college and whatever. Did you have the financial literacy to say, okay, I'm making all this money. I got this. Let me put this aside. Let me do this. But I'm still going to travel the world and get all these experiences while I got this coming in. Or did you learn along the way? Well, I'm learning now financial literacy. Mm -hmm. At that time, I learned what my mom and them knew was to save and then put money aside for the rainy day. Right. I did invest some. I did have other businesses. Like I said, I did real estate and um, did a couple of houses and got my mom a house and bought my grand well bought my mom a house and fixed my grandmama house. So I thought I knew what to do with it, mm -hmm. but. I'm just now learning, you know, about um, land, yeah. fees, and, yeah. you know, I, I always knew about Roth, IRAs, and stuff like that. But when you need something tangible now that's going to make you that money that you can put in those things that's going to yeah. sit, you know, those products that's yeah. going to sit, you, you need to get that first. See, I don't care with nobody out here telling nobody, oh, you need to do this. No, you need to get your money up first. Yeah. Money talk before anything else. Yeah. See, money that's talk the thing. We were always else. taught, we were always just taught to say, we weren't taught how to make that money work for you. You know, mm -hmm. you get all the money, what you going to do with it? You get the good credit, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to leverage the credit to, to make you more money? Mm -hmm. You know, how you, mm -hmm. how you going to use your credit to get the bank's money to make you more money and mm -hmm. you never have to touch your money? We were never taught that. Yeah. You know, it's like I got said, I got to disclose something that I just recently learned that I'm pissed about. I had bought a four unit apartment building back in DC way, way back. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I didn't even have to buy it with my money. Nope. I could buy it nope. for the rent and the projected rent and adding something to it. You know yep. how ridiculous that would have been? Yes. That would have been so yeah. yeah yeah and a lot of girls don't and i'm gonna be honest there is pros and cons to that because people that are um how can i say this people that have addictions they're gonna have addictions no matter what environment they in yep and sometimes those addictions supersede you can have a good girl she just graduated school and she trying to take care of her daughter and that addiction, oh, so I seen a lot of that too. Or dudes, I seen that with dudes too. They come in there, watch them all night long, and I'm, I, I didn't see some stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. And the girls make their money and then just take their money to the dude. 
You know, and I'm not talking about no pimps. I'm talking about their actual boyfriends. Oh, like they just wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. and they be torn from that. So, you know, sometimes and then you get a lot of money quick. It's overnight. It's yeah. not no two, three years. It's overnight. You cute, they like you, you're gonna get more money. Man, my first time my cousin took me to a club, I was fully dressed, just um getting people coronas. I walked out of there with $300, fully dressed, getting Coronas. <laughs> I wasn't even a waitress. I was just like, you need a Corona pop? And they give me $5 in, $3 in, serious? 10 I walked out there, balled up with one, $300 of ones, getting Coronas. Wow. And I was like, dang, how much money am I getting? <laughs> Get out here and start black right. it. Right, yep, start yep. shaking some. What? I saw. Um, I saw, I'm getting off subject real quick, but I did see your storefront. And you said no cash accepted. Is that because you don't want them coming in there with all them ones? No, that was the previous <laughs> one. It's off now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. My 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 bank be looking for me. They be like, all right. They know my business and everything. Everything. They make way. They was like, let her walk to the back. They make way. But what money? All right. Us listening. What money? No money here. <laughs> That's but yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's what's up, man. I always wondered that, you know, that question I asked you about, you know, kind of like the life expectancy and just people getting in and getting out. Because, I mean, I've... I've I actually worked in property management. I was talking to a, a, a dancer. She lived there in the building that I worked at. And um, mm -hmm. she didn't have any money management skills. All her money was in her closet, right? And she came mm -hmm. in crying one day because she had a family function. Check this out. Man, this is crazy. She had a family function. And I think she had about $80,000 in her closet. Mm -hmm. And somebody went in there and stole it. Mm-hmm right stole it so i'm sitting there talking to her and i'm just like yo and she's telling me she's like but i don't want to report it because i just don't really even understand you know the taxes and all that and it's not that i just don't want to get in trouble whatever whatever and i'm like well you do understand that yeah you can do the cash game right but if you do eventually want to buy a house right and you go and you put all this cash on there now you're documented so they're going to mm -hmm. want to know where that came from. So I'm like, you got to do it the right way. You can claim some, dash some, mm -hmm. but just claim and be smart about it. Claim enough so that you know if you need to get a house, you got this money set aside, you know, boom, boom, boom. And you can account for that, you know, whatever. I was just telling her, like, you got to exist in this ecosystem if you want to go and buy some things later down the line and do it the right way and i'll just teach her about bank accounts and all this type of stuff and she's just balling because she didn't know she really didn't know right you know what i'm saying right. like you're saying some girls just don't know and she had no they clue didn't. no clue and so what i because man they be coming to me talking to me about everything you are a business so go ahead and get yourself registered as a business yep you're an entertainer. You're just like two chains and all of them. You're yeah. an entertainer. Got a fictitious name. Yep. Put everything down. Write and it then give yourself a salary out of your business. Yep. Give the natural person a salary out of your business. Absolutely. So 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 you can um 
I, I had a sad story like that too, um, where one of the young ladies was working and she got a hundred grand and um, she wound up passing over that. Her boyfriend killed her and took her money. Stop playing. Yeah, over a hundred grand. He killed her, took her money and was on the run. And then they finally caught him and locked him up. And when you get that cash so fast, you know, it's better to put it in money orders or something until you can put it somewhere and overstand but you know the easiest thing is to go to the bank and ask a question sit down yeah. with somebody ask ask you have to be able to strategize right. smart enough to have your own back you know because yeah. when people see it that's not a lot of money not to me 100 grand ain't a lot of money but when people see it in ones it's gonna look it's like it's more than what it is yeah it's gonna look crazy you know Mm -hmm. crazy Amen. and it's, it, here's the thing too you can't be afraid to just do the right thing or do it just do it the right way you're not gonna get in trouble for doing it the right way just because you don't mm -hmm. know and you're ignorant mm -hmm. don't mean you're gonna get in trouble you just go and get right At the right, end of the day, the right go and get right but a lot of people just be afraid and be like mm -mm, i ain't i ain't going i ain't telling them what i got this and that a third but little do you know if you want something later down the line you come in and drop mm -hmm. the cash that's gonna raise eyebrows and they're gonna want to know anyway right and then it's nothing you you don't have anything to lose by going and talk to you don't have to tell them what you have you don't have to exactly. tell them anything exactly. you just want to know well hypothetically <laughs> if a person has this type of <laughs> yeah if a person had this type of money what can they do with it to to make sure that it takes care of them and it works for them right you know uh and i'm very inquisitive so that's why i was able to move things around the way i did yeah how, how let me ask you this how long was your run how long let mm -hmm. me ask you this two questions what was your plan and did you did you supersede that because you said the money was good some people stay longer what was your plan um my well the plan changed as time went on my first plan was um basically when i came home from college i was homeless so I had to get a place. I had to get a car. I had to, my hair was falling out, just stressed out. You know, at 20 something years old, you don't know where your meal going to come from and all that kind of stuff. That's just the uh, hand that I was dealt. And then after that plan, I got a place and I got a car in a month for dancing. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> then the, after that plan, I was like, okay, well, my mom need a house. Got my mom her house. Okay, well, my grandmother need her house fixed up. Okay. All right, now it's time to buy some properties for myself. My run was about 15 years. Hey, that was a hell of a the run. Average, the average dancer's run is is about 10. Okay. If she gets in and builds a reputation for herself and people invite her to events like these people, like, you know, um, lovely Mimi, she from around where I'm from, you know, to get invited to, you know, host something, you know, right. you get five, ten. I mean, as a dancer, they'll give you five or ten, but somebody like that, probably twenty thousand, right. you know. And then it becomes a point where they host and everything, and then if they perform, then it's in the middle of the stage where people come and tip, but they can't touch and stuff like that on your way out, because that's what I did on my way out. I hosted and I did all this other different stuff. Okay. When I felt, you know, okay. it was over with. 
you know. I mean, but if a girl keeps her head on straight and stay focused, you know, she could really, she could really do some things and then get out of it, you know, because it's it's a beauty industry. So as long as you pretty and you keep yourself up, like I mean, people think I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> I mean- Whatever your age is, you know you look good for your age. So you you did you did something right on your on your, on your run. You kept yourself right. I ate a lot of grapes. I eat a lot of fruit, watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> kept yourself but, kept yourself hydrated. Yeah, but also when you don't have that that stress, that financial stress that keeps you young too. When you have the money to support yourself and help the people around you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been having people work for me since I don't even, I can't even recall, you know, yeah. that, that keeps you a little younger than constantly having to hit a clock and constantly having to, you know, that, that, that cycle yeah, different. Absolutely. I've never really, the longest I've had an actual job is 90 days. I never had a job. That's what's up. I've always been an entrepreneur. Always. Hey, man. Kudos to you. You you, you did your thing. <laughs> You're doing your thing. So just continue, man. For real. What's um self-analysis? What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better to get you to where you're going? Or something you should be doing or you want to do or could do to get you to where you're going? Self-analysis. To be 100? Yeah. Be to be 100? Yeah, what's up? Man, I'm on my 10th life. I done survived nine lives, and I'm on my 10th life. Man, I do it the same way all over again. Get a bag, and I mess it up. Get a bag, and I mess it up. Get a bag, and I mess it up. Because when you land it, this is something that um I recently went through last year. When you land it on your deathbed, you're not thinking about the things you have. You're not thinking about anything but your family, your friends, your loved ones, matter of the heart and matter of the mind. Everything else doesn't even matter. So that's why I say I just blow it up because I, I have lived my life to the point where what I got in here and what I have in here, I could be good with, go out. So yeah. money is currency. This would be my fourth go around with it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would I wouldn't change nothing. I would I wouldn't change nothing. Let me get a bag now. I'll call you when I'm ready to blow it up. I'm trying to take you. <laughs> Let me get another bag now. You know, people um talk about well, I want to leave a legacy for my child. You don't even know if your child wanna do what you leaving behind. Yeah. Most people leave stuff behind and what happened? The family what? Sell it. Yep. Yeah, especially property. You know what I'm saying? And then you like, okay, well, you know, I'ma make sure they good. Guess what? Out of society standards, you always gonna be trying to make sure they good. But you know what's really making sure they good? They eating good, they clean, Mm -hmm. they got heat or air, shelter, clothes. Listen, I come from the projects, I grow up hard. You know, where we had to stand around the table and eat. That's the quality of life. This yeah. fellowship with your 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 kindred, your amongst your kind, all this other stuff that 
this is all in the matrix it ain't it ain't real yeah, it ain't not, real not this it stuff real. real man not this stuff does not matter you see what i'm saying say that again yeah, a bro. lot of people work to get to a certain number i apologize i know you were trying to say something no 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 i was saying it broke up a little bit so i asked you to repeat yourself oh it, we we in the matrix you know what i'm saying they making things that's non-important important and the things that's important non-important yeah you know what i'm saying just even on i'm just say in america you know black men and black women you know absolutely we had way more love for i done been on this earth for a couple seasons we had way more listen i used to get them little cars with yes no maybe on it <laughs> you see yes, what i'm saying indeed. yes indeed so, i mean we could get all the money in the world but honestly i wish that we didn't and i wish everybody stayed where they need to stay and they mind their business don't go over into europe let the europeans stay in europe let the when i could walk down the street and my neighbor be like better not go too far i'm gonna tell your mother that's what i miss yeah for sure that's what I yeah man it, nobody's looking that's out i it's hard nowadays. You can't even really let your kids go outside and play and be comfortable and know that they're going to come home if you ain't got an eye on them nowadays. You know what I mean? I ain't saying people weren't kidnapping and doing crazy things back in the day, but it's not like how it is now, man. Like Everything crazy. It's, it's, it's just, crazy. yeah, it's too much going on. I say, I say it all the time, man. I think we're so smart, we're dumb. You know what I mean? Like we. Oh, man. Knock on wood with that one. We self-destructing, man. We're doing way too much. I'm talking about freezing cells and freezing people and freezing Walt Disney and all this and try to bring people back and cloning it. You're doing too much, mm -hmm. man. When my, look, when my body runs its course, let me go to the maker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I ain't trying mm -hmm. to wake up 300 years later or 200. You know what I mean? No, no, I ain't trying to do all that. And be the only one you know. Be the yourself. only one. No, the only one I can relate to. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and you know oh, what? Oh, out of the community. You owe me, owe me. Huh? An alien story. Oh, oh, I'll just tell you. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you got to tell me. Yeah. Okay, so you got to share yours too. But I want to say this before we get into the alien story. Okay. God has been taken out of society too. Like, really, where, where's the church? Yeah, there's the church. But these kids aren't growing up knowing the church, knowing the Lord. I don't know where that went because when I grew up, I don't care if you went to church or not. It was just kind of like reinforced in society. God was present. You know what I'm saying? Even in the media, even in schools when I was growing up, it, I mean, you damn near can't even get a pledge in, the, in a school. Not that that means anything. I can't even compare that to God, but I'm just saying it's crazy like everything's being stripped and it's almost like it's just everyone for themselves and everybody's directing their own lives and they're being responsible for their own lives in a sense yes we all are but you know what i'm saying yeah god, god yeah. is all you know like god is the maker god is you know but that's it's, being it's a higher purpose let's talk about aliens <laughs> we, <laughs> let's talk about aliens before we get out of here so yeah, you yeah, told me yeah. you so you started this so you gotta you gotta jump this thing off so you were saying that there was a lot of sightings about some roach looking figure with a backpack running around atlanta <laughs> and you are telling me that you saw this thing outside your window 
Yes, yes, I did. I did see it. I wasn't hallucinating. I don't drink much. So I wasn't drinking. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. So it wasn't nothing, you know. Did this thing gonna phone move? I told you it's going, it jumps and then it gets a little fuzzy and then it jumps back and then it's clear. Don't worry about it. I've been doing it the whole time. It, it, it's all good. I can still listen. see you. We can still see you. It's all good. Okay. I okay. told you, but listen, tomorrow you need to go on down there. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Dude, don't come for me and my phone. Don't come for me and my phone. You know but what But no, do. it was like last year sometime and um, I was, I was in the house. I, I was predominantly in the house and it was one middle of the night before the sun really, really set. It was like in between dark and light. Cause you know, it get dark down here a little later yeah. than um, other places. And I was like, I heard something. So then I went and rolled up my blinds and like right in the middle between my building and my neighbor's building, it was a hovering, it looked like a roach. It just dark. It looked like a roach, a bug, or something with legs and a backpack. And it was just hovering. It was just hovering, standing there. And I was like, Ma, I called my mother. I was like, Ma, oh, I'm fighting to death. It's gonna be in my nails. They're gonna compensate my body and take it to area 51 or whatever. I said, because it's right outside my window. I was like, how do I get her on this so she can see it? And she was like, close the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna do it but as soon as i turned my back it just disappeared and it was like a thousand of them like do some archives i promise you like last year crazy. around february sometime last year so 2022 in february some hovering little roach was outside yep. there, there with a backpack so yep. and it, it i was know like, what a roach looks like <laughs> but it was like it was life-size like it was like a, a man like a like uh uh it was big big bigger than a the a average person it was like ball a basketball player size oh not yeah. like Shaq uh, or matumbo but one of them big six seven and was it standing vertically or was it horizontally it was like this just hovering just like this like the legs hanging in suspended in mid-air stop playing and I, I was like I just kept opening my eyes, kept opening my eyes. And by the time I tried to put that video phone on my mom, I looked and it was gone. And I know my neighbors had to see it. I know, cause he always spying on me. I know they had to see it. He always spying on you. Yes, my neighbors always trying to look at my windows. Like, mind your business, mind Hell your business. No. You got peeping toms and flying roaches outside your yep. window. So, so this yep. is on the news. I can go Google this. Yep, go Google it, put it in, look it up, and I believe it's February. It's either end of January or beginning of February. I'm gonna go it's look that January, up. January, right. like that. Mm -hmm. All right, so look, so look. Back in the day, I used to live in Vegas, like yourself. I used to mm -hmm. do construction for a little stint. It wasn't too long, but I was working out, um, like. If anybody's familiar with Vegas, I was working out in like the Blue Diamond area before there was houses and communities out there, right? So it was a construction site out there. I was out there mm -hmm. and it's known that um, even over Arizona, because what's crazy is, I'm going to tell you, it's known this, for people to see like 
lights that'll appear near the mountains mm-hmm. and then they just disappear and then they'll pop up across the sky on the other side of Vegas over the mountain range just just like a split second right so mm-hmm. I'm out there and I look up and it's like three of us sitting there watching this and I look up and I see like they just start popping up like bloop bloop lights just like popping up bloop 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 in a row right popping up bloop 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 and you could just tell they're hovering just hovering hovering and then a lighter go wasn't out. Wasn't airplane? No, it wasn't no airplane. It was just sitting there, hovering. But the lights were coming on one at a time. Boop, 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 boop. Hovering, like horizontally, lined up, right? And then the lights were just like, bah, go. Boom, 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 go. And they were gone. And then you looked across the sky to the other mountain range, and there they were. And then it would do it again. Boop, 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 boop. And then it's, sitting, it's just sitting over the city. So it's crazy because I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, that's the mice they've been talking about. So I go home, right? And I turn on uh-huh. the news to see if there's anybody reporting about it. And I saw a news telecast out of Arizona reporting it. Not even in okay. Vegas, just Arizona reporting it. I don't know how the hell I was looking at it, Arizona news, but it was some new. I know because I went online. I do believe I went online because I didn't see anything on the newscast at home. So I went I went online and I saw a newscast for the same night. It was a news broadcast the same night in Arizona seeing the same lights doing the same exact thing that I saw. And then I never heard about it ever again and that was wiped offline. You can't find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I believe my- it. I believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, Area 51 is close out there so ain't no telling... Right. Ain't What's no, going on? Yeah, ain't no telling. But, but it was real, to man. Thinking we ain't the only. You can't if you if you believe in deities, you believe in God, you believe in a high band, then you you have to know this ain't everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, and let me add this too: as those lights were hovering, one would come down, one would go up. Won't it come back to the middle, go back up? It would do that from time to time too. And then they would start disappearing quickly, like, and then show up right across the sky at another mountain range within a split second. Just like that. They just took off. They've been picking stuff up. Man, they might have been abducting abducting somebody or something. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But that's my story. And I, I, yeah. It's real, <laughs> real. I and mean, I've always believed in it, huh? Huh? No, I was saying I I've always is- believed in it, but that was my mm-hmm. first time really seeing it for myself, you know. Encountering it. Yeah, it wasn't natural. That was not a plane. That was nothing that we made. I tell you that. That was nothing we made. Mm-hmm. Not to move that fast. Hell no. Ain't no way. And to do what it was doing up there, just hovering and then moving up and down and disappearing. Nah, hell no. But anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. It's real. You (laughs) probably won't find it online. I don't know. Maybe you could now, but it did disappear. After I saw it that night online, it was gone. And anybody I told, I was like, yo, go check it out. Couldn't find nothing. Not one word. You know, we living in these times. It got wiped off. They wipe off what they want to wipe off. Oh, hell yeah. And they promote what they want to. Yeah. Yeah, they control. Yeah, and they speaking can... of promote, 
Stripper Fits, 5453 Riverdale Road, mm. Atlanta, Georgia, 30349, stripperfits.com, or at stripperfits on IG. Yes. It's right there Perfect in time. the lower third. You can't see it, but I got it right there in the lower third at Stripper Fits. I got all the links in the description of the show. Y'all check it out. Check the website out. You got the address. Hey, if you need, listen, man, if you just want to play with your guy, there it is. You know what I mean? You just want to play. <laughs> you know you're going to get bad for that statement. You're going to get bad for that statement. Oh, my God. It's a good way to end the night. It's a good way to end the night. I'm just saying, go check her out. You just want to, you know, you, you know, you might not be privy to that whole industry, but if you just want to play, you know, she's right. a girl. Go holler at her. Yep, I got something for everybody. Yeah, see, she got regular lingerie, she got club wear, and then she got that, you know, she got that thing thing too. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There it is. You want to get a little nasty, there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute, I ain't got no whips and no chains or nothing like that. Don't be having these people come up to my store looking for masks and stuff like that. Listen, this is not Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's very tastefully done. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, I, I showed, you know, it's tastefully done. You know, nothing wrong. Yeah. Here. There's nothing wrong. You, yeah, I got extra stretchy stuff. There you go. See? Extra stretchy. There it is. <laughs> I ain't even gonna ask. <laughs> what are you always cracking up? Uh, I'm no, just having a good time. Before we leave, because it is 11 o'clock at night. What we, what we doing? Huh? What's up? I said, what, what you going to ask me before we leave? Because it nah, is 11. I ain't even going to go there, man. Because nah. I know you have it. I was just going to ask you, do you have a certain piece? But I know you have it because it's it's the obvious. So we're we going to leave that alone. All right. Ladies, if you want to be a little plaything for your man, go holler at Paya. She has everything you need. We ain't talking about no whips, no chains, no toys. We just talking about, you know, some little sexy stuff, you know what I mean? Get a little cute for your man and all that. Some little seductive garments there you that go. you can entertain your man with. There you go. She got Entertaining. you. And she's always yes, running yes. deals, too. Always running mm-hmm. deals. Spend a certain amount, yeah. you get 50% off. I think she's still running that. Don't let me overstep. But I think she mm-hmm. is. She's always got deals. So you definitely check her out. And she's hardworking and hustling. Support black business. <laughs> somebody said preach somebody Support said, black business yeah. well you know i'll be around i'll always be supporting you you gotta you know support for life I, you can ask anybody once you got me i'm gonna support for sure share whatever whatever you post yes. and all that good stuff we'll keep in touch all that all right yeah so. yes thank you for having me on the show i really appreciate it i was nervous at first i'm like well maybe i need to Tone it down something. But we all adults on here, so it's good to go. I'm good to go. Be yourself with me. Transparency is key. And it's just a good conversation and we kicking it. You know what I mean? So ain't no ain't no need to be nervous here. It's all good. Okay. Okay. Did the camera mess up again? I don't know. All right. No, 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 no. You clear now. You back to yeah, you back to yeah. You back. It was jumping, it was jumping in and out from time to time. But you know, we got mm-hmm. through it. It's all good. It was never a bad picture, but you could see it blurred up a little bit. But yeah, you know what to do tomorrow. Go on, take that Android down there, girl. 
Yeah, I'm <laughs> I leave I my you. Android alone. I'm T Joy for life. It worked when I needed to work. Shoot. Got yeah, yeah. Down. <laughs> hey, listen, as long as it's handling the business for you, don't even worry about mm -hmm. the picture. You know what I mean? Right, right. For real, right. for real. But hey, no, listen, on a serious tip, I really appreciate you coming on, spending time with your boy, kicking it, and um, just, you know, allowing me to shine a light on what everything that you got going on. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate that, for real. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And then thank we you. may have to do another interview later down the line, do a follow up, you know? When you okay, you know, just just check in on you, see what you see what you're doing, man. I know you're gonna be doing great things. I know you're gonna scale your business and all that. Hey, get to them shows, girl. Get to the trade shows. Get get them mm -hmm. orders in. Let's blow it you up. You coming? Larger than life. <laughs> you coming? You keep keeping them distracted. You know, because you know you gotta bring man candy to these little events to keep the women distra distracted. So you can be like, oh yeah, that looks lovely. Oh yeah, that's a lovely piece. That's all oh, that is lovely. That's what I need you there to do. Nah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. You're gonna have to get them and find somebody. Just bring them along. I can't do that though. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, oh. Let's listen to him. All right, you because you know men can sell salt to a slug and they'll buy it. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean that's vice versa. So it goes both ways. It goes both ways. You know how it go. In in different in different arenas. Yeah, for sure. in different arenas. When I had a male manager, he sold more outfits than my female manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were selling what you were selling now. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean. Did he look good? Was he a good looking brother? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why. They were interested mm -hmm. in him and the outfit. Mm -hmm. You know how it go. Same thing. Vice versa. But yeah, <laughs> make sure you get to them trade shows. Get your little man thing out there. Draw him on in for you. Stand in front of the boot. You can dress him up like a Chippendale. You know what I mean? Yeah, I not. <laughs> no idea. He got to put a suit on with me by... Nah, I gotta put you. a suit on, had a head down. We gotta look like you know, we gotta look you like know. something. Nah, I get it, I get it. But hey, yeah. listen, I really appreciate you, man. You guys, you know where I'm at every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, kicking it with someone like Paya. Y'all make sure you check her out, everything's in the description, so you know where to find her. All right, peace and love. We are out of here. I appreciate you, fam. Peace, yes, appreciate until you next time, we out. Bye. <laughs>